Amazon is hiring near you. Earn a competitive wage and start as soon as seven days. No resume or experience required. Health and safety are a top priority with all of our roles and sites. Amazon is taking precautions in our buildings to keep people healthy. Go to amazon.com slash apply. That's amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hello and welcome back. My name is Ariel Martinez here on the iFilmmaker podcast. And today we're doing the Ask Me Something segment for the podcast. Let's just get started. Uh, Question number one, Panasonic GH5 versus Sony A7R Mark III. So I love both cameras. I think both cameras have a great place in the market. However, there are a lot of pros and cons with each one of those cameras. Uh, it, it's a lot of give and take, and I, it's not possible to, to have one better than the other. It really depends on the shooter. For all of this, you know, this camera versus that camera and, th- and things like that, I think all of that really goes out the window when you start considering what you're using the camera for. For example, the A7R Mark III, it's better in low light. It has better depth of field. It has a much bigger sensor. Things like that make that camera very attractive. However, it does not have an articulating screen. It does not have 422 10-bit internal. Uh, It does not have 4K 60p, things like that. So you guys have to consider what is important for you guys. What are you going to use the camera for? Are you okay with not shooting 4K 60p internal? Um, if so, then the A7S, but do you want the low light? Do you want the bigger sensor? Do you want better shallow depth of field? Oh, and also the, the in-body image stabilization for the GH5. That is a huge factor, a huge factor for me for sure, since I shoot a lot of run and gun handheld stuff and the GH5 just makes a lot more sense with that respect. But I think the A7R Mark III is an incredible, incredible camera. You know, they improved, they improved the battery life on that. So now both of those cameras have really good battery life. I'm not going to get down to the, to the specs on each one of those cameras. I'm just giving you my overall uh, vague explanation as to how you should be kind of categorizing each camera individually. If you do a lot of photography stuff, the A7R Mark III is much, much better for that. The, the, the GH5 is really good, but nothing compared to the A7R Mark III. It's a photography camera. So there's that. How to get more clients. So how to get more clients, just continue to work, continue to hustle, pursue leads, make sure that your information is all up to date, uh, continue to post stuff. Social media is a huge influencer. I think that, you know, people don't really take much advantage of social media, but I think that's a mistake. I think the more stuff, the more of your work is out there, the more potential that other people see it. So continue to put your work out there. Make sure that your information is up to date, the most current out there. Keep your stuff fresh. Keep reminding people that uh, you do video work. So one of my friends told me, you know, why don't I do promotions? Why don't I advertise, like physically advertise? You know, look at the camera that I have. Call me and you can have it. I don't do any of that stuff. Why? Because one, I think it's tacky. I think it's it's a very old school form of advertising. I think a better way of advertising, at least creative work, creative work like the work that I'm trying to get, is to not advertise it. Just basically let people see what you do. And that's it. I think that continuing to remind them, like me, I post a lot of my cameras. I post a lot of my BTS. 
if you follow me on Instagram, uh, which you should be, arielmartinez.tv, um, you'll always be reminded about what I do. So that is kind of my form of marketing. It's just continuing to post the BTS that I do. And every now and then I'll post a finished product if I'm allowed to. Things like that is what the route that I take for all that stuff. What is your workflow for important footage and audio into Adobe Creative Cloud? So you know what? I have not taken full advantage of the Creative Cloud for Adobe. I really don't um, collaborate that much, but from what I hear, I, I hear that it's a really, really good platform to, to collaborate on, to, to share projects with, but honestly, I haven't dove into that myself. So I really would not be the best person to give you a perspective on that, but I am, I have considered it for previous projects, but I've kind of decided not to do it that way just because I was uncomfortable since I have never done it. But at some point, I'm, I think I'm going to have to try and go in that direction to collaborate better with other creators. How is the climate right now with trying to become a content creator? So if you're trying to become a content creator, I'm assuming you mean like becoming a YouTuber. Um, I think it's very saturated. It's very saturated. There's a lot of people doing it right now. So it's really hard to really break into that industry. You're going to have to be very consistent for a very long period of time before you start seeing any progress and even much longer than that before you start seeing any profits, if that's your goal. But I would ask myself, why is it that you want to do it? You know, I started putting content out there just because I love connecting with a community. I love connecting with you guys. And therefore, I continue to do it because you guys have continued to show your support for the show. You guys have been constantly telling me and giving me positive feedback with that regard. And it, it feels good to help you guys. It feels good to kind of think back with every question that I get. I always think back, man, what was I doing back when I did that? Did that work? What am I doing now? So things like that. I always like to think back and kind of let you guys know what I've gone through and let you know if it worked or not. That, that way, if I bump my head, you won't bump your head, you know, and hopefully you guys kind of find your way in the industry and help. And, you know, somehow my platform will help you guys navigate your career, you know. So one of the most important things to think about is that, like, why are you doing it? You know, for me, it's connecting. If it's for profit, you know, you, you're going to have to have some really strong will with regards to starting your your channel or whatever it is, because it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. I've been there. I've done that. I've tried several different things. And I think the podcast really is where it's at for me. It's what helps me have an easier workflow and still be able to connect with you guys just like I'm doing right now. But you guys have to decide what it is that you're doing it for and really be honest with yourself because it's not very rewarding for a long period of time. After, you know, I would say years, it's going to take years for you guys to really break in there. And that's years of doing it right, doing it good. So there's that. Advice for young videographers, mostly on growing a business. Um, look around. I would find people that are doing the kind of work that you want to do if you've already decided what you want to do and follow them closely. I would see what they're doing it, what they're doing, how they're doing it, why they're doing it, and get a full understanding of what it is that they do. You know, don't just put a light there at 55 degree Kelvin just because they put a light there at 55 degree Kelvin. Understand the motivation behind putting that light there at 55 degree Kelvin. Is it because the house lights are already at that same color? Or is it because he's going for a certain tone in the storytelling aspect of his film? There's a lot of different ways and reasons as to why they do what they do. The best thing you can do is understand what they do. But yeah, put yourself under them in a sense that follow them, see what they do. 
if they give you more access with regards to social media or their shoots and whatnot, try and follow what they do and go online, look at YouTube. My biggest quote, and I've never stopped saying this, is never stop learning. I am still learning till today. Um, uh, it's not the same kind of learning I was doing when I first started, but I've never, ever, ever, ever stopped learning. Um, there's a lot less resources, at least for me now online. If anything new comes out that teaches me new stuff, I jump on that so quick um, because I just love to learn. I love to this industry. I love to see what else I can do to help push my work. Podcast en español. I don't think I'm going to be putting a Spanish podcast uh, for a while. It's just it, it, it'll definitely complicate my workflow. Uh, maybe I'll get a Spanish translator for all my podcasts in the future if there's a budget for this stuff. But for now, I don't think that that'll be happening. Sorry, bud. What do you think about the new upcoming Panasonic S1? So I think you should go check out our latest podcast, the the one that was released before this is released. Because I'm talking about the S1 and also talking about the Canon EOS RP. But we talk a lot about the S1 on that one. So go check that out. Those are my thoughts on that episode. What is pre-production? So there's pre-production, there's production, and then there's post-production. Pre-production is what happens before the production. So pre-production is anything from storyboarding to script writing to planning, uh, location scouting. All that stuff is pre-production. Just planning for the actual shoot. Anything that happens before the shoot is pre-production. The production is the actual shoot itself, what you're recording, the lighting, the the real fun, fun stuff in my opinion. And then there's post-production, everything that happens after the shoot, the editing, the the graphics, the sound, the music, all that stuff is post-production stuff. How can I buy my first camera with money? No, just kidding. So, yeah, technically you have to buy it with money. Uh But to be honest with you, it seems like, so you're responding this on Instagram. So it seems like you have a phone. So you already have your first camera. You can just start making stuff right now. Um, and I say this to everyone. There's a lot of stuff. And I've, and I've always thought about kind of making a short documentary with my phone only. Uh, but I just, I haven't had the time for that. But there's more than enough examples out there of people just shooting on their phones only and making short films. Go check those out. You can see the potential that your phone has. Like, I, I think people really underestimate what they've done with the technology inside of phones. Um, check that out. Even Mr. Ryan Conley from Film Riot produced an entire episode of Film Riot on his phone, uh, a little sketch there on his phone, and nobody knew that it was his phone. A lot of people even thought that it was a C300, and he just did something that makes it look better, which is mind-blowing. So just so you know, there's a lot of potential in your phones. See what people have shot on their phones and, you know, kind of play with it. Stretch your creativity so that when you do get the big boy cameras, um, and that's a relative term, I say that loosely, uh, you, you'll be ready to go. So those are all the questions that I'm going to answer on this episode of the Ask Me Something segment. I thank you guys for submitting the, your questions, and we will be back here for our next episode. We have a very special guest coming in soon. We're trying to square away our, our schedules. We have a Mr. Alex Ferrari of Indie Film Hustle Podcast who's going to be on the podcast very soon. We're trying to get our, our schedules to align, but we're both just very busy with our work. We're going to get that going on. Thank you guys for supporting the podcast. My name is Ariel Martinez. Go follow me on Ariel, at arielmartinez.tv on Instagram. Don't forget to check out the rest of our other episodes. You can go over to ifilmmaker.tv. All that information is on there along with this podcast. It's going to be on there. Thank you guys, and we'll catch you on the next one. See ya.